Huh. Hey fam, it's Phoenix. Um, if you're watching the Facebook Live, I'm sorry. I started playing with the filters and the masks and apparently um, I'm doing this in black and white. Anyways, um, welcome to the Phoenix Show. Hey, we're doing that. Trying to keep it semi-regular. Um, so the goal of, you know, this particular uh, RSS feed, this particular podcast is to really focus on sex worker rights and to really focus on um, stories about sex workers that don't really make it to, you know, a lot of mainstream publications. A lot of these news stories are uh, things that I find out from other sex workers. They're on local outlets, but, you know, you're never going to have like, um, you know, like Rachel Maddow on MSNBC talking about this shit. And I think that it's important for sex worker rights stories to come to the forefront so we can talk about decriminalizing, we can talk about ending stigma, we can do all those uh, sort of things. But in order for people to understand what sex workers are going through, sex worker rights actually need to be a focus, and they're not. So that's kind of why I do this particular um, news feed. So I just want to start it off um, by sharing a, uh, there's a crowd rise uh, by GoFundMe, and it is called In Loving Memory, Help Us Lay Britney to Rest. I can um, post the uh, link to it in the comments, but um, this is for Brittany Fleming. She passed away on April 6th, and uh, this is in the uh, the crowd rise. It says, we are funding for the purpose of making sure Brittany can be memorialized in a way that affirms the truth she lived in. Brittany's community, friends, and family are still discussing and deliberating how best to memor- memorialize her. Brittany was a beloved member of Baltimore's black transgender community and managed to affect the lives of everyone she met. She had a bright smile and a presence that will always remain in our hearts. Any funds donated to this cause will be used for any of the following. Costs, I see the cats uh, getting in on this. Yeah, sorry for audio listeners. I record these over Facebook Live and um, the cat has just decided to step into frame. So, uh, costs associated with holding a funeral or memorial service. Uh, costs associated with burial or cremation, costs associated with creating and obtaining a permanent fixture to memorialize Brittany, or any other costs associated with putting Brittany to rest. Okay, Jamal, you need to get down, my guy. Come on, ah! Come on, man. Uh, And now I'm just fighting with the cat. Hello. He thinks this is his chair. He doesn't like that I'm in it. (laughs) So yeah, I'll put the link to this. Um, Their goal is $12,000. They're at $11,931 right now. And I just know a lot of um, black sex workers, well, sex workers in general, really, from the Baltimore area, but a few black sex workers, uh, some trans folks in the community who all knew Brittany have had nothing but the nicest things to say about her. So um, if you have a few extra bucks, maybe you can help out with this cause. So um, I know we had to start off on like fucking a sad ass note right but um if you want to know more about this you can also talk to the Baltimore Trans Alliance they're the organizer for this uh crowd rise so I know it's depressing to have to start off with a death story but that is the nature of this now uh I have actual sex worker news so I have two stories because you know I think I've said I'm trying to keep this short um I want all these segments to be, like, between 10 to 20 minutes, just so easily digestible, you know. Um, And this is uh, someone named Simone. I'm not going to give their Twitter at because I forgot to ask them if that was something that was okay. 
Um, but someone from that I follow uh, or you know talk to on Twitter named Simone, who is a sex worker, uh, put me up on this story. And there's actually two incidences incidents with the same cop. So I'm gonna read both of these stories. The first one is from last year, but it's relevant because you know laying precedent and that sort of thing. So this is actually from Denver. <clears throat> I know my sinuses. I know the deviated septum thing is fucking horrible. I'm always like so sniffly. It's so gross. I'm sorry. Um, so this is from November 6, 2018. A Denver police officer has been suspended after using a national database to share investigation information with a suspect's girlfriend. Denver police officer Shedrick Dobbin, and they have his picture here, and I will also link this. Uh, takes a break under the shade of the Civic Center Park on August 20, 25th, 2008 in Denver. So, a Denver police officer will serve four days of unpaid suspension for interfering with an investigation by using a police database to share investigative information with the girlfriend of a man sus suspected of assaulting a public works employee. The incident is another example of continued misuses of the uh, databases by Denver police, as noted by the city's police monitor in 2016. Officer Shedrick Dobbin used the National Crime Information Center database to look up an in, in, if, whew, my words to look up an in, investigation into a man the officer knew from his other job working security at a nightclub, according to a Department of Public Safety disciplinary letter obtained by the Denver Post. The man was suspected in June 11th of an attack on a city employee and damaging her vehicle before driving away. Well, sounds like a nice individual. What the fuck? Uh, the suspect's girlfriend called Dobbin, whom she knew through the nightclub, after a Denver police detective called her in an attempt to contact the suspect. Dobbin then looked up the suspect's license plate number in the database and confirmed to the girlfriend that the car was part of an active investigation. Uh, Dobbin then read parts of the report on the investigation to the girlfriend, including a physical description of the suspect. The suspect later used the information about his physical description to deny his involvement in the incident, saying he was wearing something different at the time. It was just fucking shady as shit. And this guy got four days for this, four days of unpaid suspension. He probably should have fucking gotten fired. Just saying. All right. Um, the detective in the case realized someone had given the suspect information about the investigation and later determined it was Dobbin who had been with the department since 2006. 2006. So this guy's basically been corrupt since 2006 and God only knows what he was doing before that. Okay. Dobbin will serve four days of suspension without pay starting Saturday and will lose two days of paid vacation. Wow. Wow, they're really, like, amping it up with this punishment. Wow, losing two days of paid vacation and four days of suspension without pay. Wow. Um, so he was given a lesser punishment because he was attempting to help the detective and took a course on the databases according to the letter. What? How the fuck are you helping somebody by fucking... All right. Officer Dobbin admitted to what he did and expressed great regret at, quote, having screwed up a police investigation, as he put it. In his own words, he feels terrible about it. Uh-huh, I'm sure he does. Dobbin has also been previously reprimanded for failing to secure items found in a towed vehicle, the letter also noted. So that's this Dobbin guy. That's who we're dealing with, right? <clears throat> this is a... 
you know, just to give you an idea of what kind of person he is. Now, let's see what he did this time. <clears throat> this uh, story is from April 9th, 2019. Um, Denver officer suspended for using police database to look up. Wow, I think we were just here. Didn't Isn't that exactly what the fuck he did last time? Um, but this one gets worse, and this is why this is the um, Phoenix RSS feed, because we talk about sex work. Here's the sex work part. He was suspended for using a police database to look up a strip club dancer who was later found dead. Yeah, I know. I am thinking the exact same thing as y'all. Uh, a Denver police officer will face a 10-day suspension. Oh, 10 days this time. A 10-day suspension and a fine for leaving work early to go to a strip club and then using a police database to look up a dancer who was later found dead. It is the second time in less than a year that Denver Police Department Officer Shedrick Dobbin has been in trouble for abusing his access to the database. And the officers using the information for personal reasons has been an ongoing problem within the department. Lakewood police interviewed Dobbin in November while investigating the death of the woman who was only named by her initials in the discipline letter. Lakewood Police Sergeant Andrea Brune declined to name the woman Tuesday and said the investigation is ongoing. Dobbin is not a suspect in the case, Brune said. You know what? I have my doubts. I'll, I'll fucking say it. Yeah, I fucking have my doubts. Because, I mean, clearly he's um, a shady motherfucker, like as is. Um... Oh, and by the way, they didn't give out her name, but her first name is Olivia, just like as an FYI. Um, Dobbin told investigators he met the woman in June at PT Show Club, a strip club in southwest Denver. Records show Dobbin ran the woman's name through the NCIC database twice in July. Mm-hmm. Dobbin told internal affairs officers that he ran her name to check if she had warrants so he could see if she was, quote, someone I can be around, according to the disciplinary letter. He also searched for two of the woman's friends. Awesome. He admitted that the searches were not part of a criminal investigation. Mm-hmm. Dobbin told investigators that he last saw Olivia November 5th. He left for work an hour early that night to go to the strip club. Like, so aside from everything else, this fucking, like, invading people's privacy, fucking snooping on people, he just fucking leaves his job to go hang out at the strip club. This is what he gets paid for. I guess that that... Uh, little petty-ass suspension he had last year uh, didn't hurt his finances too much. He could still just take off time to go to a strip club. Motherfucker. Uh, four days later, Lakewood police interviewed him about his relationship with the woman. Um, Dobbin was previously suspended for four days using the database, we just read that one, with the girlfriend of a man suspected of assaulting a city employee. Uh, he knew her, yeah, through his other job, yeah, yeah. Uh, Denver officers using the NCIC system for personal reasons became a focal point for the city's office uh, of the independent monitor. What? All right. In 2016, law enforcement use, uses the national database to look up license plate numbers, addresses, and criminal history. Denver police officers are not allowed to use the NCIC database for any reason outside of work. And yet here the fuck we are. Uh, Dobbin will serve a suspension between April 21st and May 1st. So, no one's talking about the fact that this is a sex worker who died, and one of the last persons, last people she saw was a cop who illegally ran her name and the name of her friends through the fucking criminal database. Nobody's talking about that. Yeah. I know. I know. 
so yeah, I just wanted to, um, you know, go over that and talk about that. I think that these are, you know, stories that need to be told. These are stories that need to be discussed. These are stories that need more of a focal point. Like this sort of thing happens all the time and it's really unfortunate because it's like nobody, um, you know, knows. I think people would be more sympathetic to the plight of sex workers if they actually knew the danger sex workers were in or how things like this were happening, you know? So, all right. Um, I'm out of here with that. I'm going to come back and do another Facebook live in a minute and do some wine cellar media international news for the black podcast. Cause that's something else we've been trying to get together. Um, so thank you for hanging out with me, fam. If you have any stories about sex workers that you think I should know about, if there's anything you want me to cover, please feel free to hit me up, especially on Twitter, um, at uppity negress, right? Two P's, two T's, two S's. Um, or if you just search Phoenix Kalita, it'll on Twitter, it should show up. Um, and yeah, I, you know, I'm trying to keep as updated as I can on sex worker stories. So if you have something that, you know, needs to be discussed or something that, you know, I should know about, please let me know. And I will try to address it as best I can on this little feed. And then of course, run it through all our other, um, things, you know, right. We have like the social distance page. We have the black podcast and, uh, we have the wine cellar media page and all those things. So we really just want to amplify stories about sex workers here. So, all right. Uh, I am out of here. Thank you for checking out this segment of The Phoenix Show.